Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live from Florida's capital city, this is Tallahassee's Morning Show with Preston Scott on 100.7 FM, WFLA, and iHeartRadio Station. Three, two, one. We're on the air. Here we go. Here we go indeed. Back broadcasting live today. No best of. It took 13 years of programs to find enough to do a best of yesterday. I'll have to do another 13 years for them to find enough material for a best of again. Now, we're back with you today. Good morning. It's the second hour of the morning show, program 3141 here on 100.7 FM WFLA. Nick Pierce over there in Studio 1A. Joining me here in Studio 1B is the executive editor of Tallahassee Reports, Steve Stewart. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. we got two new stories on the website the most important of the two, we'll get to the second one a little bit later, but um, uh, the data, you, you, you broke the story on the crime rate that, um, you know, we were all celebrating the states at a 44-year low. You went inside the numbers and you found that Leon County was has was the anomaly, really. I mean, there are certainly other counties that had uh, higher crime rates, but Leon County, the worst crime rate in the state of Florida. Correct. Number one, and then we... we uh broke that story through the FDLE numbers. Um, we looked at the uh, the county numbers and found that the actually Leon County, the county jurisdiction, was actually below the state average. Um, so it was the city. If you remove the city out of it. Right. And then so we started looking at uh, focusing on the city and what, you know, what their history was. And then we this the report that we have up now at com is, you know, the things that I like to do is uh, this is truly an exclusive. We went and pulled data for 14 years for the city of Tallahassee in terms of crime rate and compared it to the state. And if you look at that, you can you can get an idea of where things changed and we'll continue to dig and try to you know pr- pr- provide reasons for why the, this change happened. But you can see that the state of Florida has just been on a slow decline um, since yeah, 2000. A gradual slope down. You don't see any change in terms of, you know, the way the unemployment uh, uh, went up during the uh, recession. It just basically was headed down. But if you look at uh, the city of Tallahassee, you see that in two, 2006, things started to change. It was falling pretty drastically from 2000 to 2006. Um, and then all of a sudden it sort of, it sort of stopped and leveled out and started a, a, a brief upward trend while the state was going down. And so those numbers, I think, so what we're going to do, and we also added on the chart there, if you can look at the number of sworn officers they had in 2008, mm-hmm. which is 359. And for 2014, they were down to 355. So they haven't over that six year period, they actually, cut the police department or lost police officers. They so we've been. gained in population a little bit. We've Six grown, years, you would think. You know, yes. we, we've grown in population and uh, and the number of officers, even though crime is up, is down. Correct. And the reason I don't have it previously is because uh, that data is not available online. So I've had to ask for it because it goes back so far. So I will update this chart with numbers from 2000 so we can get an idea of what's going on there. Um, obviously, the thing, looking at that chart right away, you see that, it, you know, from a state perspective, the economy really doesn't seem to affect the crime rate. It was gradually going down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you wonder, you know, some people say, well, you know, the jobs is, a, is an issue for crime. 
Well, it doesn't seem to be that way overall in the state of Florida. So, and plus, the crime rate started to climb in 06 to 08, 09 when the economy was still sort of trucking along there. So, you know, that maybe eliminates the whole jobs. Obviously, that is a contribute could be a contributing factor, but it doesn't. That graph doesn't seem to show that 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 crime started to increase as we went into the recession. Yeah, if you look at these numbers, folks, I'm talking with Steve Stewart from Tallahassee Reports, the website TallahasseeReports.com. Uh, we've got some of the article on our website, but a link to where you can look at the data. You can you can see the raw numbers yourself. You know, this is a this is a this isn't a one or a two year thing, Steve. As you're looking at this information. This is roughly a 15-year slice of our community and of the state that gives you a really broad view of of where you are. And you can look at it then and plot in, like you said, the ebbs and flows of an economy and how Tallahassee seems to be an anomaly relating as it relates to the overall state. No, when I and not just because I did this, but I mean I put that together. That's a powerful chart there. Like you just said, you can look at that and you can it encompasses 14 years and you can see. Obviously, something changed. And when you see something like that change, you need to figure out why. And this graph clearly shows that in 06, 07, 08, the crime rate stopped going down. It leveled out and started going back up relative to the state. So the question is, you know, I would hope that our officials would know this. I, I doubt that they do uh, and would say, well, what, what happened? Isn't and I'm and I may be wrong here. And so you correct me because I'm certain you'll know the answer to this. Don't the requests for additional funding for hiring officers go back to roughly 2007, 2008? Yes, and that's something else that we're going to republish an article that we we, uh, talked about all these requests, and it goes back to 2008. They were asking. So police may have observed what we now know in data that there is an uptick here and we need more help. In 08, they were asking for more officers that they did not get. And so that that sort of coincides with if you see what happened in 08, there was a sudden increase in crime just before 08. It dips a little bit and then it climbs again back up. It dips a little bit and now it's skyrocketing. up. Right. And, you know, the thing is, I was at the uh, budget meeting and uh, Mayor Gillum uh, made the point that, you know, they were talking about how were they going to get the money to fund the budget because of the, you know, the shortfall. And then all of a sudden this request from DeLeo for officers. And he made the point that the chief DeLeo went out of protocol when he asked for those officers and well he did it on this show exactly and and the and the problem is and he it was a critical comment in the sense that you know unlike other departments the chief went out of protocol and so now he's sort of a he's ahead of the line and the problem is that every other chief that did it with protocol never got what they needed i was gonna say i mean if i'm DeLeo, i look at how things have been done and what didn't happen and i'd say i'm gonna do this differently Correctly, but this this makes you wonder about the leadership and not just elected leadership, but but, you know, staff leadership is that do they know these numbers and they just ignore them because the, these requests aren't getting up to the city commissioners. So, in other words, you know, if the city manager says, listen, we you know, we've had a, a you know, crime rate is going up and the police officers are asking for more officers or does she just not give it to the city commissioners and go and fund what they want to fund? You know, those are those are the questions, because the city commissioners, you got to remember, and I've been told this a couple of times, this is a part time job. They obviously rely on staff to give them information. And the fact is, Chief DeLeo came on this show, and that's the reason why he's probably going to get more officers. We'll probably get a tax increase, but seven fifteen here on WFLA. Steve Stewart from Tallahassee Reports with me this morning. You can go to TallahasseeReports.com, subscribe to the newspaper. Right now, let's go to the Weather Channel Forecast Center. Terry Smith standing by with your WFLA forecast. 
Hey there, Preston. Plenty of warm, humid weather and some rain as well. Scattered thunder showers today, 86. Scattered thunder showers tomorrow afternoon, 88. And a few thunderstorms Thursday. I'm 100.7 FM, WFLA's Terry Smith in the Weather Channel Forecast Center. Steve Stewart from Tallahassee Reports. We're talking inside the crime numbers here. Leon County, number one in the state of Florida. That is not a good thing when your state is dropping in crime and you're number one and growing in crime. And we were we were just talking, Steve, last hour about Commissioner Proctor calling for a, uh, a community forum at Bethel AME Church, talking about black-on-black crime, shootings, uh, murders, and so forth this Thursday. You, we, We've both been talking about the fact that um, – the police chief has openings and he's and he can't fill those um i maintain part of the problem is that the hiring uh, wage isn't adequate enough to attract people um, but there are other problems that tpd has that even the city managers noted right well again at the same budget meeting that i attended and, and a lot happens at these meetings you hear people talk and it never obviously never makes a newspaper and we're going to work on trying to get some of these clips up but the city managers talked about the the deplorable conditions at the actual police department over on seventh avenue now, that used to be Sealy Elementary that I guess is close to 50 years old, 40 years old. Um, and talking about the part of the building they can't even use because it f- routinely floods. Well, I would, you know, sitting there, you would think, well, that doesn't really show somebody that's wanting to get a job or has a competing j- job offer that the c- city is committed to funding public safety. If you go into a police department, oh, what's that room there? Well, you know, we, we can't go in there. It we floods. don't go there. <laughs> it floods. <laughs> and so I was a little bit shocked by that. So I'm going to look into that a little bit more. But it's just... You know, the thing is, you have when you look at things like this, you start trying to test things and we'll look and see what proportion of the budget has been devoted to public safety over the last 14 years and see if that's changed. You get the you get the inclination from what you're hearing. You get the the, the theory that, you know, we've just sort of ignored it. And, um, you know, the, the 60 million that went to the CDA really, you know, which is the dispatch center, the dispatch center looks like could have been spent maybe a little better. On a core service like public safety, you look at the $60 million that went to smart meters right around, what, 07, 08? Could have been spent on public safety. So anyway, we'll look at that and get back to you on you know finding out exactly where the community's priorities have been over the last 14 years. A couple other stories I want to touch on. One, jobs. The uh, Leon County, sadly, once again, losing jobs. Yeah, again, we don't report the uh, unemployment rate. We report the number of jobs. Um, which is reported uh, through the uh, first at the national level, and then a couple weeks later, the state divides it up and and reports it for counties and cities. And so we track that, put it on the front of our newspaper every month, and we've lost jobs for the last six months in a row. We've lost close to 4,000 jobs since October. The bad news is the trend is for May over the last three years is to lose another 1,500 jobs because the Which students, is normal. Which is normal. You know, that's more of a seasonal loss of jobs, which you could say, okay, we can absorb that because we've lost, but, but this is now. This is where we add jobs, though. From October to, to May is where we normally add jobs and then right. we lose jobs. So we've been losing jobs. And so if we lose 1,500 jobs in May. On top of what we've already lost. Then we're going to be back to some pretty low levels. So I also we also track the consumer spending through the sales tax numbers. That's usually lagged a couple months of the data, so we'll start to see if if the you know losing the jobs is going to affect how much money is being spent in the community. Well, nationally, spending is down. People are holding on to their money, so one would think that 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 would be a harbinger of what's going on locally, right. especially when factoring in the job situation. Exactly, and so like I said, the date on sales is two months behind the employment data, so we'll have to wait. But you would think that if you. 
fewer jobs, there's going to be fewer dollars to be spent. So we'll keep an eye on that. Last story I want to get an update on is uh, Killarn Country Club. Where are we here? Well, you know, the organizations are starting to weigh in. The city commission had an issue they had to vote on. Gil Ziffer made a strong statement. Tear down the tear down the end if you want to. Doesn't give you any development rights. And then I'm not voting for anything that is going to hurt the people who bought a house Expecting a golf, a golf course. So he made a, he went out of his way to make a strong statement there. Now the Tallahassee Board of Realtors has issued guidance on, uh, you know, realtors have an obligation to disclose things that they know that may affect property values. So last week, and we have a story up on that, they issued a, propo- a proposed language that realtors use when they go into Clarna Estates to list a house or to sell a house. What's interesting is that the very nature of that is going to change home values. Right, just knowing that. People are going to ask more questions, and then the court it is on the it's on a docket to be, uh, and I can't I don't remember the date, but it's this month, June twenty second or so. The uh, judge is going to have can actually end it um, with a summary judgment uh, this month. Mm-hmm. More uh, more than likely, there'll be it'll be you know continued, and uh, we'll have to see what happens there. <sighs> a lot to talk about. Busy, yes. Folks, you can subscribe to the newspaper, get this information delivered directly to you. Uh, my favorite feature is the email alerts where you get information in advance. Uh, and as you'll see, just story after story after story first on Tallahassee Reports. So if you want to know what's going on first before anybody else, go to the website, TallahasseeReports.com and subscribe to the paper. Steve, thank you very much. Thank you, Preston. 21 minutes past 7 a.m. here on the morning show on 100.7 FM WFLA. When we come back, I'm going to I'm going to change gears. I'm going to give you a little summertime diversion. My Hemaker Schlemmer catalog came and I've 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 uh, dog eared a couple of pages that I'm going to share with you next here on the morning show on 100.7 FM WFLA. Current, topical, and trending with updates at the top and bottom of the hour. I try and pay attention so that I'm up with current events. 100.7 FM, WFLA. 25 minutes past 7 a.m. Phone guests on the morning show appear in the Prime Meridian Bank Home Loan Hotline. 69 degrees outside. Remember, if you missed parts of the program, like that last segment was genius. The information. You can go to iHeartRadio, get the app for your smartphone, your tablet, your laptop, and uh, search my name, Preston Scott, under Artists. No, I'm not I'm not making that up. It's under Artists. It should say Talent, because I'm not an artist. Some would say I have no talent, but th- that's that's belaboring the point. Just here's the thing. You, you can listen to any segment you miss on the iHeartRadio app. Just uh, remember WFLA-FM, and remember my name, Preston Scott. All right, I get it. I get these quarterly at the very minimum, maybe every other month. The And then more often in the, in the Christmas season. Hemaker Schlemmer, America's longest-running catalog, offering the best, the only, and the unexpected for 167 years. And this is the summer preview catalog for 2015. And um, let me, I'm going to share a few of my favorite items in here, okay? If you want to, uh, <laughs> if you want to catch fish and you don't own your own boat, you can get an RC boat, a radio-controlled boat that can catch up to a two-pound fish. Pre-rig tackle. Oh, yeah. Pre-rig oh. tackle. And you, 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 Send that thing out there. It's 17 and a half inches. 
and uh, 150 feet of nylon two-pound test line, and um, and there you go. You just you you hook it up and off you go. So there's maybe hope for you after all to catch a fish. I could catch a fish with my remote controlled fishing there you boat go. thing. Um I, I'm saving the best for last. My next item here, which is awesome, is a twelve mile per hour cooler. It's an electric motor scooter. <laughs> That goes up to 12 miles per hour and is actually, and you can, you can travel on it for 10 miles, and it's actually a, a, a large cooler that can hold 24 cans and 8 pounds of ice, and, uh, and you can ride this to your location. That's actually, I think about it now, that's actually not a bad idea, considering you have to carry coolers around that can be pretty heavy sometimes. Yeah, you've got a 10-mile range. And, um, and you know, for your beverages. So let's say you're going to Tom Brown Park for 4th of July. And you're, and you're just like, I'm not carrying this thing. And you pop those wheels down. <laughs> and you just sit on it. And off you go, baby. And no gas. It's all electric. It's a 1,000 watt. How much is that going to run you? It's going to run you $9.99. But my favorite in here is on the cover. What is that? This, sir, is an amphibious amphibious ATV. Oh, man. This is the world's first high-speed all-terrain vehicle that travels both over land and water at up to 45 miles per hour. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Powered by a 140-horsepower BMW engine, operates as an ATV on land, four 12-inch diameter aluminum wheels, 25-inch diameter times uh, 4-inch rubber tires, Um, electronic shift transmission with reverse, four-wheel disc brakes, rear-wheel drive, and an 8.5-inch ground clearance. No, that's not the tallest, but it's tall enough. Then, entering the water, its retraction system raises the wheels above the water line to a 45-degree angle, Here's I'm showing Nick a picture of a couple people riding. Yeah, it looks awesome. It's a it's like a large sea dew, large, because it's it's much wider, and um, and then the um, in less than five seconds it converts. Wow! Then the engine automatically transfers to the Gibbs jet drive that propels the craft to planing speed in seconds. $49,000. 49 large ones, buddy. So I, I, I'm I, starting to figure out exactly why you're doing this now, because you have a birthday coming up, and you're kind of giving me some ideas. I didn't say anything about that. Right, right. I didn't yeah. mention June 22nd <laughs> yet. Not Obviously. me, buddy. Not me. Nick, yeah, keep that catalog, though. I want to look at it. 
Oh, I will. You can have this one because okay. I'll, I'll be getting a bunch of them. And um, and there is just nonsensical and cool all over. That's I a mean, great way to describe that catalog. It has got everything that is ridiculous and silly. To um, for example, there's a surfing water slide where uh, you get a big enough hill with a little downslope, you can put your waterboard on it and surf down the down the thing into a pool. Splash on in. 30 minutes past 7. Time for news. Come back. Big story in the press box. The local shootings in town prompting a forum. Want to get your take on it as well. Uh, we'll do that next hour, but we'll talk about what, what the problem is. Why are so many people getting shot in Tallahassee? That's next on 100.7 FM WFLA. You're the reason I love being stuck in traffic. I'm really glad I've started listening to your show the last few weeks. You're awesome. Keep up the good work. The Morning Show with Preston Scott continues on 100.7 FM WFLA. 7.38 here on a live edition of The Morning Show, Tuesday, June 2nd, program 3,141. We appreciate you joining us this morning. I am your sensei of sensibility, Preston Scott. Remember, the website, WFLAFM.com, we've got blogs, we've got news reports, we've got uh, photo galleries, including 24 awe-inspiring photos from space. I just did it. I said photos instead of photos. It's photos. It's like turtles. They're not turtles. It's not spelled with, with a double D. Or with a D, it's it's turtles. I fall into that trap. My wife catches me on that. My wife probably articulates better than any human being I've ever known. She gets it right and points out when I don't. No, she doesn't do that. I, I should. She just she she politely. Would you like a battery or a battery? Because I don't know what a battery is. <laughs> That's that's why our kids are smart. Absolutely. 740 on WFLA. Forum this Thursday night, two nights from now. Not tonight, not tomorrow night, but Thursday night. So three nights from now. Bethel AME Church, Leon County Commissioner Bill Proctor. He's invited the governor and the attorney general, but why, Bill? There's no point in having them there. It's not their problem. It's it. It's really interesting because the problem of of the shooting crimes in our community. Look, we he correctly points out. You know, Sean Rossman writes in the Democrat. These are black on black crimes. Rossman points out black men aged eighteen to twenty nine represent the majority of both victims and suspects in the eight hundred and five firearm related incidents. That have occurred in Tallahassee since 2011. You could probably go back further than that and find the same. This is a bigger problem than the governor and the state attorney general, and it's a more local problem. It's both. But the governor and the attorney general really have nothing to say about this. This is this is a combination of a couple of things. Number one, generational generationally black white hispanic asian it doesn't matter generationally young people can't cope very often 
And I'm not saying that this is the norm. I'm stating that this is becoming the norm. It is more normal now for young people that cannot handle conflict to lash out violently. Because they they never managed when they were younger the skills. Um, you know, some have said this is a problem because the grandparents are dying. And, and many kids don't have any guidance at home, especially in the black community. They don't. Mom's busy trying to earn a living, doing all she can, but there's not a dad at home. That is a problem in the black community. Fatherless homes. It is rampant. What was it? Evander Holyfield? Um... Antonio Cromartie, professional athletes fathering dozen or more children by a dozen or more different women. Guess what? If he marries one of them, there's still 10, 11, 12 without a dad at home. It's, it's, it's a cultural challenge that we've got to face. And it starts by admitting to and identifying the problem. And so I applaud Commissioner Proctor. I will I will remind him, however, that I told him that there was a problem years ago on this show. And I also told him privately. And I've talked to others. I've I've talked to Chuck Hobbs, and he knows this. He knows. His dad was a police officer. Chuck knows the truth. My personal opinion is that Chuck sometimes gets marginalized because he comes on to shows like mine. There are some that that treat Chuck differently because he doesn't, doesn't necessarily give the party line. But if you want to deal with this problem, it's going to take a generation of correction. But you have the combination of young people that don't know how to cope with a confrontation, and you combine that with a cultural issue that equates manhood with having a gun in your hands. And that comes from a group of young men that don't have an identity. And they don't have an identity because they don't have a dad. It isn't really much more complicated than those simple points. And so the forum this Thursday night is important, and I hope they have the honesty. No, that's the wrong word. I hope they have the courage to confront it. They they know. The people that will be attending this, they know. I just don't think anyone, I don't think many people have the courage to talk about it. And that's what breaks my heart. You got Dale Landry of the NAACP. I don't know. They're just lost out there. Oh, crap. If they're lost, they are not lost, Dale. You're lost. And people like you in our community that choose to be ignorant of the truth. That's who's lost. All right. Let's uh, let's talk about something better. We'll do that next. 745 on WFLA. Give you a chance to weigh in on this story next hour. I've opened up some phone time. Next hour on the program, 835, we'll take your calls. 
Let's go to the Weather Channel Forecast Center. Standing by Terry Smith with your WFLA forecast. Good morning, Terry. Hey there, Preston. Plenty of warm, humid weather and some rain as well. Scattered thunder showers today, 86. Scattered thunder showers tomorrow afternoon, 88. And a few thunderstorms Thursday. I'm 100.7 FM, WFLA's Terry Smith in the Weather Channel Forecast Center. All right, 745 here on WFLA. And joining me on the Prime Meridian Bank Home Loan Hotline is Tom Dersey-Polsky, and Tom is with uh, Bow Stern. Tom, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Preston. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. We need some good news, brother. We need something good. Well, I was listening to that last segment. I'm actually traveling across the state, and I was uh, checking you guys out online, and I thought, I think I'm going to bring some good news to the show this morning. We need it, man. We need it. Our crime numbers are up. I, we, we get it. it's, taxes might be raised, so tell me something good. What's going on at Bow Stern? Well, I'll tell you, um, along the lines of that, changing the way our communities uh, serve each other is one of the things we want to be a catalyst to doing. So we kicked off recently Project May Day. Okay. And basically, Bow Stern, it's real simple. We're going to give away $100,000 of marketing support to a deserving nonprofit in our community. Uh, we made a very brief application online, and uh, we're going to pick somebody in need and we're going to serve them. And the primary reason is we believe that, A, it's our responsibility to as a business in the community, but this is how you impact sustainable change. It's the business leaders, community leaders, faith-based leaders, uh, volunteers. You transform a community, it's going to happen right there at that level. And uh, we want to be a part of it. So the flare up in the sky today is for anybody listening that might be sitting on the board or might volunteer or might run a nonprofit organization here in town. The the breadth is nonprofits. Is that if you fall under the umbrella of a nonprofit? Yep, you are you are perfectly eligible. And uh, if you go to bowstern dot com slash mayday m a y d a y, there is a really simple application there. Uh, and first, I want to tell you, too, we've had some calls because there is a, a voting component to this okay. where we want, you know, feedback from the community. And some smaller nonprofits called and said, you know, we're just not going to get the votes that some of these bigger, more well-known organizations are going to get. And fear not. We thought of that, too. And so part of the scoring process is going to be around 40 percent for the votes you receive. 50% our staff, we have 25 employees in Tallahassee, are going to review the application, and we want them to be passionate about what they're doing. In 10%, an out-of-market review. So we'll select the ones we would like to work with internally, send it out of market, and just get some non-biased feedback where they don't know board members or personality or politics, and then choose that member. So if you're doing the math with me, the smallest nonprofit in town could win our hearts, could convey their very important mission and get 60% of the voting, potentially, and knock out a big boy. So we wanted to really make it available to everyone, and we think we have. Give us an idea. And joining us, Tom Dersey-Polsky with uh, Bow Stern. And, again, the website, bowstern.com slash mayday. If you're interested, you work with a nonprofit group in town. Give us an idea of what services you can provide and support you can you can lend to people that uh, run these kinds of businesses and organizations. Well, I was describing this the other day, and I think, you know, think of it as the uh, extreme makeover, right? So if you had a home, we'd come in and gut it or demo it and build it again. Right. Well, if you have a marketing communications need or plan, you may have a website 
you may have certain materials. We're going to come in. We're going to take a good critical look at who it is you're supposed to be communicating with, what your goals are, and demo it. And we're going to build you whatever you need to be successful and try and position position you in a way that you can communicate with our community and let them know the good things you're doing through powerful web design, branding, graphic design, brochures, flyers, billboards, whatever it is they need, we're not going to stop serving them until the end of the year. Tom, are these uh, organizations, do they need to have a track record of being here for X amount of time, or can this be for a startup as well? No, I mean, frankly, who, who's in need, perhaps? I, I think a, a startup that is able to, through the application, speak very clearly to what their mission is, who they're serving, and why it's important. Um, you, you could have started last week or been around for 50 or 60 years. And I'll tell you, I was uh, talking with Tom Flanagan over the WFSU last week, and the hardest thing about this program is not the year of work, is not the sacrifice or or those pieces of it. It is the selection process because, Preston, we're going we're gonna to select somebody, but that means there are probably 20 to 30 other applicants and then maybe some that made the top five that we care very much about that get and make it. And so we find unique ways to reach out and connect with those people and, and try and do what we can as well. But it is hard when you're reading the applications and realizing the incredible work being done in Tallahassee. Tom, Tom, you're going to hit us back when the voting starts? Yeah, actually, absolutely. And I'll tell you, just so that nobody misses it, you can apply through Friday online. And it's not Friday at 5 or Friday at midnight. You figure that out. Apply by Friday, uh, this, this Friday coming up. And voting will start June 8th and go through the 19th. Sweet. Good stuff, Tom. Thanks for the uh, the uh, intel on the program. All right. Thanks, Preston. Appreciate what you do, man. Thank you very much. Tom, there's a Polsky. And again, the uh, the website, bowstern.com slash mayday. All right. So if you are uh, with a nonprofit, you work for one, you work with one, you run one, you've started one. There you go. They do great work. Uh, you'll be impressed by just visiting the website. You'll see what I'm talking about. 7.52 here on the morning show, 100.7 FM, WFLA. Make a stand with your voice. And it makes me shake my head and say, you know, what is happening to our country? 100.7 FM, WFLA. Tomorrow, Mark Wilson, Florida Chamber of Commerce, will join us. Got a poll here released by the Chamber. Their polling numbers are spot on. Top three issues jobs and economy number one issue but that's down 10 percent from a year ago health care 17 percent of the voters rank this as their number one issue that's up slightly from a year ago and uh, education remaining steady 16 percent think education is the top priority but uh, we'll talk with mark wilson more about uh, some things going on here in the state of florida that's tomorrow among the things we'll do on the morning show. When we come back, Tanya J. Powers, Fox News Radio, joins us. The Supreme Court of the United States made an interesting ruling against Abercrombie and Fitch. Hmm. We'll talk about that story about what you can and cannot wear as an employee of a business next on 100.7 FM WFLA. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.